This is the Euro Money Hour Show. I am your host, Dakota Grady. Thank you for joining me. It's a beautiful day outside in Greenville, South Carolina. So whether you listen online, on radio, thank you for joining me. Personal finance is something that people struggle with before the pandemic, and I'm sure even during the pandemic. So if you need help with your personal finances, I am the money coach. Find out more information on my website at DakotaGrady.com. I also wrote a book called Financial Hope. So if you need some hope in your finances, get a copy of the book. You can get the audio book, e-book, and paperback. So if you like to read or listen or just scroll, you have your choices. And it's also tax season, so I am the accounting and tax doctor as well. Check out my website at theatdoc.com. That's theatdoc.com. Call me at 864-881-8133. Again, 864-881-8133. So today I have a guest on the show. She's not, actually, she's familiar with being on the radio. And Dawn Hilton Williams of Urban Eats out of Greenville, South Carolina. She's joining me on Zoom today. So I'm happy to have her on my show. And without further ado, Dawn, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dakota. Thanks for inviting me to this show. I love the format and I love the the education. You're doing financial education and other things. So I appreciate what you do and thanks for bringing me on. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for allowing me to have you as a guest. So talk about who you are and about Urban Eats and your passion behind it. So Urban Eats is a vegetation and plant-based wellness solution brand, and we bring products and services to communities that are typically disproportionately impacted by chronic diseases that are reversible in many cases and are definitely preventable and treatable. So our uh, mission is to radicalize wellness with vegetation and flavor. So that's kind of my whole thing. Flavor, huh? I like that. I like that. Flavor. Not flavor. Flavor, flavor. like Craig Mack. <laughs> no, like like Flavor Flav, like Craig Mack. Flavor. We yeah, don't do you. the bland thing here. <laughs> so so uh, it's it's targeted to an audience that understands flavor. Flavor. You know, so I was speaking to I speaking to a community. I got you. I got you. So how did you go from carnivore, I guess omnivore, I guess you say, to a vegan? Mm-hmm. To a vegan? So, you know, I was a bit and I was a and, and when I had Urban Eats, Urban Eats wasn't was also a omnivore, omnivorous company. We used to sell meat and dairy and just like everybody else. I just thought it was healthier because I was selling uh, organic grass fed, that kind of thing, eco friendly. My husband had a health scare. He had two, actually, one with heart flutters. And uh, I'd seen a couple of movies like Forks Over Knives. And I was like, I understand that's probably true, but. I really like pancetta and I really like my one and a quarter inch bacon that the butcher sees me and goes and cuts it for me. I was very, very picky. And with my clients, I was very picky with the fishmonger. I thought it wasn't the food. So I heard what they were saying in the videos, but I was like, nah, that that's true. But that's only for some people, not for not for my house, because I do organic. Next thing you know, we went from the heart flutters that were undetectable when you got the equipment from the cardiologist. So then it kind of went away because it couldn't figure it out. Then we had the blood in the stool. And I'm very, and Anthony knows I tell this story. He's okay with it. It's a little bit graphic for those. Please, you know, cover your kids' ears. It's too late, probably. <laughs> but there was some blood in the stool. And, and I thought it was colon cancer because that's one of the signs. And it happened for three weeks. And of course, being a husband, sometimes, you know, you guys are strong guys. Tell your, tell your wife three weeks later. You know, say the first time it happened. So when, by the time he told me it had been going on for three weeks, I immediately 
knew I had already seen what the health as well. So I was like, you know, why am I doing this? Why are we eating? Why am I eating food that I know exacerbate chronic disease conditions? I have the evidence. I've seen the data. Am I being greedy for money with my business or am I just being irresponsible in my family? Let me try plant based. So that's the same the same day I went downstairs and threw away all the butchered meats and, you know, brown paper wrap butchered meats and all the fish and everything else in the dairy in our house. I still had obligations to clients, so I did not immediately throw the stuff away at the kitchen. But I gave them a 30 day notice that I would no longer be selling that. And I found a course at Cornell called um, Whole Food Plant Based Nutrition. And I put down the fifteen hundred dollars or whatever it costs to become nutrition certified. And I began immediately to dive into education. And that's how it kind of got started. Mm. Wow. So did Anthony take away when he threw the food away? <laughs> so, well, you, you know, you know, Anthony, so he likes to, he's a good, he's a, he likes to waste money, but he also was afraid. He was in fear of having colon cancer. He kind of tried to, he, he was scared. He had already had the heart flutters and I was feeding him tons of eggs, which are loaded with cholesterol, 212 milligrams of cholesterol per egg. Mm. You don't even need cholesterol. Your body makes cholesterol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he that was causing the heart flutters. I was killing him with eggs and, and cheese and meat and dairy mm. and fish and you know. So he wasn't. He was more scared than he was. He didn't hit. That didn't hit him financially right away because he's a financial guy. But it didn't hit him right away. It, his fear was in front of that. Mm. So he. Had, but we did have a before we that same night. I, we ordered a pizza, a meat lovers pizza. This is to satisfy so we can not just be abrupt. Get the closed chapters, right? So we ordered an extra large meat lovers pizza from some um, pizza place that had like a, a fake New York pizza style thing. And um, we got extra sausage, extra, all the extra meats you could get. We loaded that pizza up and threw some onions on there thinking that was healthy, knowing that wasn't. But we just went away. That's how we ended it. We had an extra large meat lovers pizza. We probably shared the entire box and ate it all together. And like that was the last time we had meat. Wow. So I became a vegan recently and my wife hasn't gotten on board. So. <laughs> Sometimes that's, you know, that, that, uh, so Anthony and I tried when we first got horse overnight before he had the health scares and he, uh, I, it was hard for him because he had no fear. I was okay with changing because I'm a food, food person and I'm, I do food. But he was more like, well, you can do that if you want to, but I'm going to have some um, um, meat. Make sure you bring some chicken and you put some chicken and stuff for me and the meat. And I'm going to eat this right here. You make me my steak with my butter, the special butter that I make. I used to make an herb butter for him. And I was killing this man. Right. I'm like, Lord, I'm killing this man. <laughs> I didn't even know I was killing him because we're un- we're un- we're uneducated. We're miseducated, if you want to tell the truth. Just like in other areas of our country, we're miseducated and we're miseducated. So I was, I was, I fed him. I went back into eating it too. But when the health scares came on, I um, mean, you got to know what's, what's your value. So your wife might not be doing it now, but perhaps she'll come around. Yes. Now you mentioned your dad. This was off the air like a while ago. You told me about your dad. Yeah. Yeah. So my, so my father, um, so I, you know, in, in our communities, in all communities, not just our community as African Americans, but we have a higher, rate of death, even though we're this 15% of the population, 17%, we are leading number one in chronic, number one in heart disease, number one in cancer, and we die fastest and uh, most in cancer. Why? Because of diet. Well, my father was a great cook and he he was not healthy. He had diabetes. He had um, 
a couple of other things, uh, congestive heart failure and hypertension. And he just acted like that was no big deal. Like he just ate the way he wanted. Uh, but in, once they started cutting toes and things like that, it became, uh, a va- you know, he became upset by the cutting. Not by the fact that let me reverse or change something. And his doctor wasn't telling him anything because his doctor didn't know. His doctor only knows what you learn in medical school. And that's not nutrition. You learn pharmacological solutions and how to manage symptoms. You don't learn how to create wellness. So my father went along and ate what he liked to eat. Uh, he ate all, and he was a sugar holic because he's diabetic because you're told you can't have sugar. And it's not really the sugar, it's the fat. But he was eating the icing off the cake, eating fat back all this crazy stuff. And um, he found out later that he had to get the foot cut off. And when he found that out, he decided I don't want to do that and didn't tell anybody. At least I didn't know. My sister did. And he ended up having a massive heart attack. And he, uh, it was like a tornado. I found him in his, tor- it was like a tornado had gone through the room. He fought. It was a painful and horrific death. And he died that way. And it could have been helped and changed. I didn't know at that time about plant-based lifestyle or any reversals of any disease. I was just as miseducated as everybody else. But I felt that he was eating horribly. But the standard American diet, no matter how you cut it, is a horrible way. Whether you eat it real fatty or, you know, skinless chicken, it's all bad for your for your health. So that's what happened to my dad. And it made me think how many families run into this and, you know, walk in and find their, their loved one on the floor having had a stroke or a heart attack or having um, dealing with insulin shots and going through these painful things and cancer and the family and prayer just going through this and it's needless. And it's, it's just alarming to me that we don't, we, that we don't know better yet. And so my goal is to make sure we don't have people, you know, we don't have these tragic memories of our relatives suffering and and dying in terrible ways. Mm. So, so it's about choices, right? mm Mm-hmm. Life is about choices and the food is, but we don't have the education. Mm. See, if the doctors don't have the education and where do you go to get, see, we go to doctors who fix broken legs and fix vascular arteries, but we don't, we expect them to know about nutrition. It's, it's, it makes no sense. We, we don't go to the engineer to find out how to build the building. We go to the engineer to find out, you know, how to build inside, not the outside, right? So the doctor knows how to fix broken things. They don't know how to, they don't know how it happened. Right. So you need a nutritionist for that. But nutritionists are also taught traditional medicine. So it's all about choices. We have to choose to help to have health wealth. We, we make a lot of decisions, Dakota, about the cars we drive. We want to have this brand of car and what kind of gas does it take and how we're going to keep this car clean. But these vascular system in our body, the, our cells, we don't it's like we, we don't think that's very important. Mm. We kind of put any old junk in there. Mm. That's like putting junk in your gas tank, like putting leaded gas in an in a unleaded car. Mm. Makes no sense what we're doing. But we don't know that because it's sold in the store. We think it's okay. And, and we got to change that. So it is choices. We've got to choose to want to be vegetated. That's right. So we'll go about a minute. Real quick before we go to the second segment, what are some mm-hmm. things people could do? Maybe two things people could do to change the uh, lifestyle real quick. So two things. One, we could... Um, you know, uh, take meat, do, do reduce the meat on the plate. Uh, but before that, you have to just decide about some education. So I would go to, um, PCRM.org. That's Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. They're, uh, PCRM.org. You can learn a whole lot really quickly 
evidence-based information about how to make those changes. And there's a 21 day kickstart vegan kickstart on there for free, right? So that's one free way. Second way is to do a meatless Monday and educate while you're doing it. Mm. So go to the website. Can you say it again for please? PCRM.org. Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine is that that acronym means. And it's PCRM.org. And they're, they're board certified medical doctors who all believe in the plant-based lifestyle. Not necessarily veganism, but plant-based, which is nothing to do with animals or the, or the environment, although I'm vegan and plant-based. But I, um, that's where you can go to get education. Awesome. So check out that website and then check out Dawn as well. We'll come back for a second, second to talk about what veganism is and then also her book, Play With My Plate. So this is the Euro Money Hour show. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to the Euro Money Hour show. I am your host, Cody Grady. So personal finances, again, is an issue. So I want to help you with your money so you can maximize it and get life that you want. Check out my website at CodyGrady.com for resources that can help you on your journey. And my book, Financial Hope, is available as well. Ebook, audio book, and paperback, so no excuses. Tax season is here again, so it happens every year. If you need help with your taxes, contact me at 864-881-8133. Or my website is theatdoc.com. That's theatdoc.com. So we're here with, excuse me. <laughs> we're here with Don Hilton Williams of Urban Eats. <laughs> this is real life, like, you know, real life stuff. <laughs> It happens every day, <laughs> every minute of every day. It's okay. Yeah, so. And yeah, plexiglass. That plexiglass did it. <laughs> We're here with Don Hilton Williams of Urban Eats out of Greenville, South Carolina. So she's the vegetator. So Don, can you educate us about what a vegan is, please? So, so there's a complicated question because you see all these different people doing veganism all these different ways so ve- veganism is a, really what it is is a, a vegan is a person who has omitted ingesting where te- technically ingesting wearing or being a part of the system where animals are hurt abused eaten or uh you know you know eaten or all of that so no eating animals no dairy no cheese no meat no fish none of that nothing that harm brings harm to an animal so not wearing leather now, this is what a vegan is supposed to be now. Not wearing leather. You can't, I don't do that. I'm a total vegan. I don't wear leather. Uh, not harming the environment or bringing harm to animals or the planet. So that's what a vegan is supposed to be. But because there's so many different ways to be vegan, there, you can be, there's an ethical vegan who is vegan because they had passion, compassion for the animals. There's the environmental vegan, the one who's concerned about, you know, water, you know, animal, planet, global warming and, and planet and water and climate. Then there's the one who's concerned about health. And then that's what veganism is. There are all those different places and they're all in the same strata. And then you have whole food plant-based people. And those people aren't necessarily vegan because they may wear leather. They may do those things, but they're primarily concerned about health, human health. And by, by default, they help the animals, the planet and everything else, but that's not their primary focus. Ah, uh, 
So I guess I'll be the one who's concerned about health because I got little shoes on mm-hmm. now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Anthony started. So, you know, we are, you know, we whatever we owned in prior time, we kept, you know, maybe for about four and a half years or so. Maybe I'm going on five years, maybe. <laughs> but uh, Anthony, you know, we he have, we have vegan shoes. They have vegan um, leather, vegan leather shoes. And he likes to be stylish, so it's a struggle for him. Because you all can only do the watch in the shoes, right? You don't have as many options as women. So, you know, in your style, you can be a little jacket, like your nice jacket jam on. But that's never, that's always cotton. But the shoes for a man and the, and the watch and the band of the watch being leather, there's certain things you're looking. But so Anthony's made some adjustments. My adjustment was easier. Um, there are a lot of um, uh, man-made leather goods that don't bring harm. So awesome. in my car, when I got another car, I got um, intentionally got, you know, fabric seats and people were thinking I was being, you know, cheap. But I, no, I was trying to not bring harm. Mm, interesting. So, interesting. So, and it saves money, too. So talk about, let's you talk know, about that. Leather, yeah. Becoming mm-hmm. a vegan, can you demystify the cost of it? I mean, people, might, people might think that it's expensive to become a vegan. Is that true? So absolutely not. Um, it's expensive if you want to go buy all the Guardian and Beyond Meat burger products because those products are more pricey. So you're doing a, you're switching. And then when you're transitioning, you might need those products. I'm not hating on the, the Beyond Meat and the Impossible. I don't like the Impossible. I'm not hating on the Beyond Meat and the Guardian. Try that during your transition. But that's something is highly processed. Just like any other highly processed food. It should not be eaten like your everyday item. But it is uh, something you can do in your transition. But it's expensive. But you can say about the $5,000 a year as a vegan uh, because your dairy and meat are very expensive and cheese. And if you really started a vegan lifestyle for 30 days, you'd, you'd see a lot of savings uh, if you stayed away from a heavy uh, purchase of those uh, alternative meat products that are in the freezer aisle of your store. But even if you took some of those, you'd still save a significant amount of money. And meat is more expensive than you think. It's subsidized through your tax dollars mm. because they're giving $38 billion a year through subsidies to, to farm, you know, meat cow and chicken farmers. So if you really want to know how much that 99 cent chicken costs, it probably costs about $12. And then your Big Mac would cost you $19 or so if it wasn't subsidized through your tax dollars. So it really doesn't cost what you think it costs. Mm. So if the subsidies went away, a burger would cost you 20 bucks and a chicken would cost you 12. Mm. So it's not it's kind of a false idea that these things are cheaper. You're just you, they're using your tax dollars to pay for it. Mm. So your book, Flavor My Plate, have a copy over here in the studio. Isn't that something? That's right. That's right. Thank you for the copy, Don. So I thank actually, you, Dakota. You're welcome. I made the smoke and soul barbecue jackfruit sliders. Well, I made. OK, I, I, basically, I, I made the, mm-hmm. the actual meat. But it came from this particular recipe. Talk about mm-hmm. this because, I mean, I don't know if you have your book in front of you, but I do. Jackfruit. Can you explain what that is, please? So jackfruit is the largest tree fruit in the world. It's larger than watermelon. It's like double the size of a watermelon, and it hangs on a tree. And it's mostly grown in Asian warm climates. So uh, jackfruit is filled with magnesium and as in all vegan foods, it's loaded with fiber and nutrients and minerals and vitamins and protein. But in this case, jackfruit isn't highly protein based. It's fibrous and magnesium and a lot of the minerals. And it's, it, it has the texture of it, it, it mimics the texture of uh, smoked chicken, like chicken. When you pull it and shred it, 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 it mimics the texture of that. 
So that's why it's a good, and it doesn't have a really a flavor. So whatever you, however you dry rub it or season it, it becomes that flavor you put on. If you want to make it island style, you could. If you want to make it barbecue and put it on a bun and put some coleslaw on it, you could do that. I mean, there's just various ways you do it. You just have to have a good te- cooking technique because if you just put it in a pan and put some barbecue sauce on it, it'll taste disgusting, honestly. <laughs> Uh, you know, and people go, oh, I don't like jackfruit because somebody gave it to you bad. Somebody didn't know how to cook. So that's why you need flavor on my plate. That's why it's flavor my plate. That's right. That's right. You know. Well, <laughs> so, I, I made it Sunday and I've been eating it since how then. Did, it's good. How like, did it come out? Now, yeah. I'm going to say, I got the sriracha barbecue sauce. Sriracha? And it's spicy. <laughs> like, wow. So, yeah. What you, who told you to do that kind of recipe? I know. Lord, not. Dakota, Dakota is wild, y'all. Dakota got sriracha. Sriracha is very hot. Yes, I know. <laughs> now I do. Yeah. Well, I guess you're going to enjoy that because I know you're the money doc, so you're not going to, you're going to keep that because you already bought it. But don't do that again. Get yes. the regular barbecue sauce. Yes, I know. So, yeah. But overall, it's been good, though. And yeah. I've been eating it with Last night I had some of the jackfruit, rice, spinach, and had some wheat bread. And it's, like, awesome. I mean, I like hot stuff, but That's great. sriracha is really hot. Ooh. So if you get sriracha. Yeah, you like hot. You just just add a little hot to the regular barbecue sauce. <laughs> you, you went to the, put some liquid smoke or do some, um, like, cayenne pepper. You went to the sriracha. Yes. You went now, all the way. No, I didn't get your barbecue sauce, though. So next time I had to get your barbecue sauce because... Sriracha was hot. Yeah, my yeah. barbecue sauce. I'll, 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 I only sell it in the summer, so I'll get you some. All right. I'll sell it. It's only in the summer season because people don't understand why vegans need barbecue sauce. Because vegans have eighty thousand plants to choose from. You only have four meats, right? We have eighty thousand options. That's how many. So to me, there's a great variety of ways to use barbecue sauce. We have a white one, a white barbecue sauce, which they use a lot in Alabama and Mississippi, like a white sauce. And then we have the reds. We have a sweet agave nectar and a smoking barbecue, which is probably what would have been better for you than that sriracha. And actually, got I think I got some ingredients for dressing too, like salad dressing. I haven't made yeah, that there's yet. some in here. There's some in the book, and and it's easy to get dressings. People think don't go spending all that money on those products that you know you just you can't save money. You have to try to find ways to, and that's why people don't have a lot of time. So they're like, okay, gosh, this vegan thing is very overwhelming. So start off your first 28 days, you know, maybe getting some of those packaged products, right? And getting those things while you're learning and getting resources like Flavor My Plate. And there's a book called Sweet Potato Soul by Jen Claiborne, loaded with delicious recipes. She's, uh, I said, I usually only recommend, um, sisters and brothers. Uh, that's my, what I like to do. So, uh, Jen Claiborne's book is outstanding. There are a lot of good vegan books out there. Um, Bryant Terry called Afro Vegan delicious and you can do it affordably so you can you don't you you find sauce recipes and ranch dressings and and vinaigrettes and things that will save you all kind of time and money so there's just lots of ways to save money and have a healthy lifestyle and reduce your risk factors for chronic disease by up to 90 percent there's no there's no statin or drug that can do that for you you can take all the statins you want all the pills you want 90 they're going to give you about 33 percent on a high for reduction. 90% is way better. I'm going to go with 90. So you hear that right, audience. Get your vegan book today. Because there are meals in here. Get it. Jackfruit, if you like meat, it's in the substitute, and it's awesome. 
Again, don't don't get sriracha. Get regular barbecue sauce. <laughs> Unless you're like Dakota and you like it spicy. <laughs> but I actually just bought some food from Trader Joe's, and I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I spent like less than sixty five dollars for the meal or uh, for the ingredients, and I'm like, wow. Imagine if I could do that and save a lot of money, because that's what you need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is about saving money. This is the 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 money hour, right? That's right. And you can so save the money, money hour is about save money saving power. And five thousand dollars a year, you can go on vacation, take your whole family on vacation for that, or put it in an investment account, that's as right. Dakota would tell you. That's right. Uh, or, you know, make your money work for you. Your money's not working for you um, if you just spend it in the grocery store on foods that are giving you disease. Promoting chronic diseases promotes cancer, promotes heart disease, promotes diabetes, promotes hypertension. Everything you don't want, your food is doing for you if you don't make good decisions. Mm. So your business, Urban Eats, let's talk about that real quickly. Mm-hmm. Can you talk yep. about what you do, like education, cook, cooking shows? Go talk about Yeah, it. so we do vegan, we do vegan cook-alongs uh, for those who are in corporate or a community. We do cook-alongs virtually right now, but if you can come in the kitchen, it'd be a limited number of people. We provide coaching. We provide... Uh, uh, a la carte services. If you want to try the vegan food, you can order it from us on the website at urban-eats.com. And we uh, sell ship products nationally. Uh, we 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 do conferences, we do speaking, and we do annual events. We have an e-drink and disrupt chronic disease event annually, and our next one is coming up in November. And we bring in African American doctors and physicians and clinicians to talk about plant-based lifestyle and disease and how it can change your life. And we bring in all vegan vendors that are also people of color. So uh, we try to make it all about community, but open to everyone. So if anyone wants to start a business, vegan business, what do you recommend doing? Maybe like two or three tips. We have about less than two. Two, three tips. Yep. So if you want to start a, a, so you start a vegan business, how you start any business. Kind of look at, uh, so one, you got to know if you're passionate about it. Two, you have to know how to, depends on what kind of vegan business. If it's food, you need to have some pretty good culinary skills. And then you need to figure out how to uh, make it appealing for who your target market is. You've got to identify who your market is and then appeal to them based and make the food according to what they need and like. And make sure it's healthy. Don't fry up a bunch of vegan stuff and, and load it with oil and fry mushrooms and stuff and fry Oreo cookies and then say, here you go, healthy vegan food. Don't do that to your any community. Uh, and then you've got to just get with a good bookkeeper like Dakota, a good uh, accountant like Dakota, and really look at the cost, value, and how it works and budget out how you make this work in the first year and then do good planning and then go ahead and execute. Look awesome. for a kitchen, get your DHEC, all that good stuff. So how can people find out about you? You mentioned your website and your social media, please. Urban-eats.com, H like Harry, E-R-B-A-N-eats.com. And you can find me on Instagram at urban underscore eats. And you can find me on Facebook at urban eats. And you can find me on YouTube at urban eats. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, Dawn. And if you want to check out Dawn's website, again, urban dash each.com that's with an h-e-r-b-n hyphen each.com and get a copy of her book flavor my plate if you want flavor to flavor my plate that's right <laughs> and this is the your money hour show check out my website at dakotacready.com and for texas the at doc doc that's the at doc dot com thank you for listening to the your money hour show